Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to Izzy's room, the room where it all goes down. So I'm here accompanied with Presley today. So let's just get right into it. You just, <laughs> uh, this, it's so crazy. I feel like every episode yeah. is like an introduction to like a, a trip or some sort of event or something, mostly like a trip for you, like going off uh, and traveling in some other place. So you just landed. I did. Uh, I'm back. On your flight. Yeah. So tell tell us what where did you go? What did you do? You went to Arizona. Uh, who did you meet up with? What <laughs> what was your weekend like? I I had um and this is uh, I guess dubbed by Brian the um the person that I went with. But I had a vacation. I had a vacation with with Brian, a guy that I met in Guam. Um, a chance encounter uh, with a volleyball game. <laughs> Just to set set the scenery, we were. Uh, on the island, yes. sunny day, mm-hmm. playing volleyball. Everybody's living their best life in the pool yes. of this like resort. And there's this handsome guy with pink speedo. Pink speedo, yep. <laughs> and he was with these uh, with two, two females With too. two other girls around him. Yeah, one of them was cute. But continue, <laughs> continue. And I, we caught, um, we made eye contact several times. And I knew that I wanted to, um, to approach him. I didn't know how. But um, I knew that um, the volleyball game was happening, and this was like my ticket in. I was going to ask him if he wanted to play. From there, you know, we started talking. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a lot of fun. We we met up again. We finally saw each other after maybe six months. Yeah, about six months. That's crazy. That yeah. all the way from like the island we were at, yeah. like. 1500 miles away maybe um if not more or less uh all the way from over there and here you are meeting the same person back in the states (laughs) now that's to me that's wild yeah he spearheaded this he'd been to arizona a few times this was my first time there and we landed in phoenix and we had our our party night there this was more more to appease me I um I wanted to have that experience, so we went downtown. Phoenix is a college town, so there's lots of parties happening. Enjoyed myself, and he pushed through. You know, not really his not scene. really his uh, yeah. not really his scene. But um afterwards, we we drove two hours to the beautiful and secluded Sedona. Um, and Sedona, Arizona is is cool. Like the weather is cool. Like it was like eighties, seventies there. That's like Arctic for Arizona. <laughs> Arizona's usually like like there were green lush trees around, red canyons of course, and the, you know the mountainous terrain. It was it was really beautiful and it, we we stayed in this little purple um cabin tucked away in the woods and it was just us purple. <laughs> <laughs> and we have such different personalities similar to to you and I but uh, just the dynamic is was interesting to navigate um, the two of us, you know, just being there. He's very, um, he moves at his own pace. And I move like I lost something or <laughs> that I'm losing something. So every opportunity is like a missed opportunity. And I'm, you know, constantly freaking out, wanting to do more. And he's, you know, reeling it in, you know, all the time. It's to. funny to me because uh hearing that dynamic yeah it's we talked about it once before is uh how you and him are yeah 
like I could never expect you to be because usually I look at you, I'm like he moves at his own pace, and you're just super like nonchalant about everything. Yeah, it drives me wild. So hearing hearing that he could do that to you and he has that effect like on you, that is hilarious to me. That that's that is too funny. We I, I really enjoyed myself. I I put down I wrote down a few notes for this episode, and I, I guess I wanted to comment. Um, okay. I guess some highlights. I cried twice. One was in the helicopter. I was um, we. I did a surprise helicopter ride for him, and the buildup, I guess, to that story wow. is a little bit funny. Um, we we went to the tour center, and I had planned this, you know, like weeks ago. For sure. And he didn't know, but uh, we went to the tour center, and they stopped us, and they were like, "Hey, are you interested in a helicopter ride?" And I was like, "Oh no, he brought it up." So the the guy's name is Ray. And I'm like, no, 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 like, Brian, hey, we can't do this. Ray, I'm so sorry. You know, you're so very kind, but I'm afraid of heights. We can't do this. Wow. Complete fallacy. I know I lied. <laughs> and I, you know, Brian was like, you know, okay, you know, all right. You know, I accepted. Um, you know, what else can we do? Dang. So the guy <laughs> kind of ruined the surprise in he, a way. Yeah. He, he was really bummed out about it because he was, you know, kind of looking forward to, to doing that. But um, on Sunday, Sunday finally rolled around, and I surprised him with it. And he was, you know, thrilled, ha- really happy about it. And I knew he would. He got the chance to sit in the passenger seat, too. So he was the co-pilot. And um, wow. I remember just the scenery. I just felt so small in the mountains. Where where were y'all uh, flying through? Like the Grand Canyon or like like the mountain range? Um, like foresty? So initially, we were going to do the Grand Canyons, but they called me last minute, and they canceled. Um, we were actually heading out there, so this was like a forty-minute drive. Like, yeah, we were driving there, and they called us and said, "Hey, I'm so sorry." Oh, that's the one that canceled. Oh, you man. can't do this. And you know, this is still a surprise to him. He doesn't know. And I'm like, I I can't let this be it. I know there's a like th- hundreds of other companies. I'm not gonna let this you know ruin my time. I called another one. Sorry, you know, not available today. You know, try again. And at this point, Brian is like, you know, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not working, we can do something else. You know, like I know you have the surprise, but you're like, I can't take no for an answer. I am We're not taking no for an answer. I'm so determined, and and I really admire this this part of the trip because I typically I have um, I have like freeze fear. So when I'm when I'm afraid of something like I or when I'm let down or um, compromised in any way, I kind of freeze up. And in this situation, I knew that I couldn't do that. And I, we talked about that a little bit before in you know, previous episodes. Like, I can't live like that anymore like I used to when For I was sure. younger. Yeah, like, so take action. Immediately pick up the phone, call the next number, call the next number, call the next number, until eventually, hey, yeah, you can come in. Can you be here in the next 10 minutes? Of course I can. I have a V8. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was the... I have a V8 engine. <laughs> the best... The <laughs> The best thing about the whole trip to yeah. me was seeing uh, on Brian post on Instagram a video of you mm-hmm. rolling up in like a convertible V8, like red Camaro. And I'm just thinking about the Nissan Leaf, the little blue ladybug. Oh my goodness. You I cheated left that on her. so behind. Didn't think about it at all. Was not sorry. He was like, mashing the gas. Of course I can make it there. Is that, is that a challenge? So I, I'm trying to, like, this person's asking me all kinds of questions. My name, you know, email address, just, just the standard. But I'm repeating myself two, three times. 
Brian is like, okay, let me take the wheel. Like you're you're doing a lot. How about you? <laughs> Sit the passenger seat. I'll take us there. Like, Get back to driving. Like <laughs> swerving. Because lanes. I, I'm a great multitasker, and by that oh. I mean by that I mean I'm horrible. Like I I'm really bad, and I know that. I, I like I I see it. I I understand it. I've accepted it. But in my head, I think I can do it. So I am swerving lanes. <laughs> Cutting, cutting people off as I'm trying to, you know, give her this information, read off my credit card, you know, all this, all this kind of stuff. Um, Brian's had enough. <laughs> He's had enough a few times. He wouldn't let me drive from Phoenix to Sedona. He was like, okay, after seeing like what you did in Phoenix Friday night, you're not, you're not driving. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> but we, we get there and we, we have a blast and it's, it's it, that moment um, was so surreal. Just being, um, just around such beauty the beautiful colors it just made me cry i started crying and i was i was happy to be there you took pictures right i took horrible pictures with my horrible phone however (laughs) however um i will i asked brian to to take some for the both of us which he hasn't sent yet but um iPhone quality art. Yeah. yeah, yeah good, good, good. <laughs> but I um, I wrote down in my phone, I was like, you know, being in the mountains makes me feel small. And like, it was a humbling experience and it was something that I want to be around. I haven't talked to you about this yet, but um, as soon as we got back from Japan, I wanted to, to move to Arizona to finish my degree. And I only have a semester left. Well... You, you told me about that. Yeah. 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 And then the... I only have a semester You should left. have a semester left. Yeah. I did fail Spanish. This is also a surprise. Oh, man. I passed... I got a B in my other class and I failed Spanish. What'd you get? So... so oh, uh, that bad? <laughs> What's you have to start? It's Saturday night. Um, I think the time is like 10.30 p.m. I'm telling Brian, hey, like, I need to do three finals. Um... <laughs> for Spanish because I I missed my midterm didn't do my final yet and I also have another oral exam and Brian is like you're gonna do all that in an hour and 30 minutes I was like no I'm gonna use the hour and 30 minutes to write an email to my professor begging for a D (laughs) (laughs) and he he Brian is like straight-a student like um what is it uh full ride scholarship like this isn't this is he is so upset with me. He walks out. <laughs> He's like, I what? can't I can't be a part of this. He's like, I can't believe you're doing this. So I, I, I pull out all the stops. I'm talking about my trip to Mexico, why I deserve this D in her class. <laughs> She's like, let me get this straight. You took a trip to Mexico during school days, and now you're in Arizona, and you put all this off, and you want me to pass you. <laughs> Yes, because the culture in Mexico City. I know. City. I, it was such an eloquent email. Um, she responded back immediately with, no, this is <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> I'm failing you. <laughs> and um, so that happened. I didn't let that, that slow me down. I'm still planning on graduating this year. And I'm thinking, after having so much fun in Arizona, I'm thinking I want to, to be there for the last few months of my degree. And finish that so you're gonna move there. out over there. That's that's the plan, and I don't have the resources, or yeah, I don't have the resources to do so. <laughs> However, I'm, I I want to make that happen. Start so. right swiping. I know, <laughs> right? No, uh, start, I, start actually my cash app for anyone. No, I'm 
You said my OnlyFans is. No, I think that's that's uh that's crazy, man. First off, that you failed Spanish. That's not too hard to believe. It's elementary Spanish, and it was the most demanding course I've ever been in. in my so trial. elementary, that's like entry level, right? Like this is I I thought elementary, like you know, apple is you know, foot is yeah yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But it was like okay, third week. We're speaking Spanish. You're writing emails in Spanish. Oh wow! Like no, I'm no, not, no. you know, like it was. It was really intense. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. What? So what? Uh, what? What did you do on your party night? Did you go out to? Oh, on Friday yeah, in yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Um, and that's why I want to move out there because of how much fun I. Had. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what did I do? We had. We went to a hookah bar. Um, that made me think about you a little bit. So we okay. started out with that, and then, um, and then we went to this gay club situation, and uh, Brian and I danced uh, with each <laughs> other at the club. You know what? I, the memory that I can't get out of my head what? was like when we were on uh, on the island, and I was with uh, Will, um, the other oh, one, yeah, yeah, and I was with him and. Uh, you were with Brian and that other girl, and we were just all drinking at the karaoke. Oh and God. I remember seeing you and Brian. First off, me and Will smashed uh, karaoke. We sang like a, <laughs> all of me, all of me, and Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Some song which Ed which Ed, uh, which Ed Sheeran song do you remember? Um, perfect. Song. Okay, yeah, I think it was that one too. Yeah, yeah, but that was. I remember seeing you and Brian dance, mm-hmm. and dude, I was like, he is so happy, and even uh, Brian sent me pictures on Instagram yeah. and I took it way out of context at first. Cause then I opened the picture. Yeah. Um, he was like, look at your, uh, or he was like, uh, <laughs> he said something, uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to pull it up and like read it verbatim. Yeah. yeah I want to, I want to pull it up and read it verbatim. I'm happy that he included you like in the experience as well. I think we, your name came out several times, of course. Um, in our conversations, I'm happy that he included you. He said, bro, he was like, your brother took me out to dinner and he's like, only to double fist. And at <laughs> first I was like, what? <laughs> out of context, I was like, oh, they told me about their experiences. I was like, well, that's, that's much. He was like, uh, but he seems living his best life. So I supported him. And then that, the picture loaded and mm-hmm. it's this picture of you yeah. and you're, uh, holding, you're out at oh this dinner. Goodness. And you have these two drinks and you're smiling. Dude, you look so happy. Oh I swear to God, bro, my heart was melting. <laughs> I, I only texted him that. Too. Yeah, he told me. Dude, that, not even kidding, that that like made my night. I think I was with uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I would think I was with uh, uh, M. Yeah. And uh, it just made me so happy, man. Like that is a, that's a genuine smile. That's not just like a smile. That was like genuine. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. Seeing every time. It, and it's uh, different for me, I guess. Because um, it's rare you see someone like make someone, I guess, so happy. And I don't know how you truly feel, but at least that's what you display. Yeah. Like, you seem so content. And all the times I've seen you and him together. Uh, and that shit made me happy, dude. Like, I was with M and we were on the way. <laughs> Um, Saturday, yeah, yeah, I think that's the night that we went to go watch that movie. Um, yeah, man, I think I was like driving, or maybe we were here. 
Yeah, we were here. We were about to leave, and uh, it made me happy, bro. Like you and uh, yeah, but no, we we saw the new uh, we saw the new Elvis movie. How was it? I think is it Austin Butler? Is that who? I don't know Elvis? his name, but I'll okay. say, bro, that movie was amazing. Yeah, straight up like ten out of ten. Three hour long movie. Okay. Uh, maybe like, Rightf- rightfully so. You know. Yeah, dude. I'm not even. I usually don't watch movies like that. Like I know Queen. There's like a Queen movie. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, that one. And there's With like Rami a, Malek. There's, <laughs> there's a few movies like that. I'm not huge into them, but that Elvis movie, bro. Yeah. Straight up, like best movie I've seen in like the last three or what four. An, years. What an honor to pay homage to someone who's so iconic and do it well. You know? Exactly, dude. The person, the actor that was playing a, whatever you said his name was. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That actor, he, perfect, bro. All his movements, his, like, little mannerisms, like, how he sang, uh, like, vo- he literally embodied Elvis perfectly, and I saw a whole different side. I had no idea any of that stuff happened, you know? Mm-hmm. I had no idea that his manager was, like, using him his whole career for, like, 50% of his cut and had him, like, trapped, basically, he had him cutting all these. He was like deceiving Elvis uh, while he was going and like basically forcing him to stay in his this little like cage of uh, like playing shows. And Elvis like, I want to go off and like do bigger things. And he lost his mom at a young age. Mm. Uh, and his dad was very like weak backboned yeah. and went to jail from a young age. So this manager, Elvis saw him like a parent. I see. I see. And he was really fiending on him the whole time. And uh, basically, um, Elvis figures out that he that this guy was like a runaway from Poland and all this other stuff, and he doesn't have a passport, and that's why he doesn't want Elvis to go play any shows outside the country. Long story short, he deceits him. Elvis fires him, yeah. Um, and then he's gonna go tour his world or the world with his group, and then that guy marks all the stuff he like paid, and basically holds it. It's like eight million dollars in debt. It's like how much Elvis doesn't have any money. And his dad was the manager, financial manager, weak backbone. So basically, um, Elvis died of like a constipation from all the steroids that they were giving him. It's also why he gained a lot of weight uh, later on. But uh, they're giving him all these steroids because he was so exhausted all the time. Oh, my goodness. He, and then he like collapsed before his like last show, I guess. And they gave him steroids. And he played his last show and then died. Um, because he was so exhausted. He played like show after show after show and it was sad. I didn't know how much, uh, apparently he got a huge, he got his sound from like black culture. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He lived in, uh, what it, and that's like the 21st century too. And all this is coming to light. And I know that, how was that angle? Like, was it political at all? Or was no, no, it no, it wasn't straight okay. up unbiased. It just showed okay. his dad went to jail. So he yeah. was in a poor community happened to be like you know all colored because that that yeah. time period uh and then he got inspired from like the like black churches yeah and stuff that's where he got all his moves and stuff and uh all the females were like crazy about him and the craziest thing was they literally were gonna like send him to jail just because how he moved and stuff so he joined the army for two years they forced him to like jail or army then yeah. he came back it's just crazy his whole story bro and then hearing uh, all the like parents and stuff, I even like talked to my pops about it and I asked him how like popular he was. 
And my dad's like, no, I remember. I like watched him on satellite because uh, he was also the first uh, artist that played like a live satellite show, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it was like 1.5 billion viewers, like a seventh or a sixth or a fifth of like, yeah, about a fifth of everybody in the world was like watching. <laughs> that is billion, not million. I like, know. Crazy. That, that's like soccer, soccer game level. Or... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. And he, uh, yeah, man. And he, he made some beautiful music, but I didn't know all that about him. And it was just interesting. Like you hear his name and like the notoriety, but you don't truly uh, know why. And that gave me such a like huge insight. And then just hearing all the uh, older uh, people yeah. after leaving, they were just talking and there was like a whole bunch of groups like son, mother, daughter, or son, mother, father. And he was like, was it really like this? Was this and that? And I heard this guy on the way out. I was with M the whole time. She loved the movie too. And uh, we were on the way out and this guy asks um, his like older mom, and she's like, yeah, like all the females, like we were all like crazy about him, like everything about him, like how he moved, how he talked, how he looked, this and that. And it was just crazy even talking to my pops about it. It gave us something like some sort of common ground. Amazing movie, bro. Besides that, my weekend, you know, wasn't too eventful. Went out with, hung out with that person. Uh, not <laughs> name, dro- name dropped several times. We should do the I little, kn- the bomb <laughs> can't whistle so yeah that also came up uh anyways <laughs> yeah yeah not dating but um i don't know it was, it was just uh different you know i feel like every time you go off and you go on like little trips and stuff yeah i try to do things that are like uh i guess different okay or out of my comfort zone just because uh i'm like He's doing that right now yeah. at a much higher level. So I got, I got to do that too. You know, it was, it was, um, it was a really nice trip. Let me see. I want to see if there's anything else I wanted to, to cover. Maybe our dynamic, but no, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe that's just something for us. Do you, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was talking, I was talking to M uh, earlier. We went yeah. to a cafe earlier. Okay. Jesus Christ. We spent like every day of the week together almost. Like four four or five out of the seven days. Okay. That's that connection. Everybody out there, y'all need connection. <laughs> no friends with benefits. Not like girlfriend, boyfriend. Like a, a deep to heart connection. Anyways, though. I'm happy that you're building that. And you're taking your time doing that and enjoying it too. For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely enjoying. Uh, <laughs> everybody and all the people on like my social media probably think we're dating but not anyways um i was at the cafe with her earlier and when you're out of your element okay or out of your comfort zone do you ever feel like you're in a fog so i noticed when i'm learning something um Mm -hmm. i was like redesigning a website and i was like redesigning it wow my mouth got super dry all of a sudden like my throw up that's, it must be that uh it must be that connection yeah uh, <laughs> honestly <laughs> not dating i swear no no, no but i uh <laughs> i just thought of something uh, one time i told her something and she was like no you're crossing your fingers or you're cro-. she said you're crossing your toes yeah 
because uh, I was cute. I was like I swear and she's like no you're crossing your toes like oh let's have a fucked up feet do you think <laughs> I had to be crossing my toes anyways no no when when you're um when you're out of your comfort zone yeah. or like you're learning something mm-hmm. or do you ever feel like you're in a haze like I said I was redesigning that website and I feel like when I'm doing something new to me mm-hmm. and I'm doing something I'm not used to I feel like I'm in a haze like do you ever feel like that at all? It's hard to like navigate or think, or you feel like, um, I feel like a literal like haze or like, a. I feel like I'm in a haze a lot of times. Um, especially like I, maybe it's different. Can you describe it just a little more? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, can you, cause I, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. So let's say, um, not necessarily fully out of your comfort zone, but let's say like you're learning something new. Okay. So maybe not like one year in Arizona, but let's say like you were learning something new, like learning how to ski or something or snowboard. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in like a haze, like a physical, like I'm bogged down or like my mind can't like, it's a weird feeling, dude. I felt like that my whole life. I felt like this, Can even you, at work. Like you're like, what? what is your mind doing? Like your mind feels heavy or like yeah, what? like fogged. Like, let's say I'll have like 10 tabs open at once. Yeah. And I'm like. Normal. Learning. Normal day. <laughs> Normal constellation. My, no, I, uh, I'll i be like trying to learn something. Yeah. And I'm not. It's something I'm not f- familiar with 100%. Just like Logic Pro or something. Like music software. Okay. Like when I first started using this software. Yes. Uh, yeah, dude. I didn't know what anything did. And I was like trying to learn. Super hazed. Like, I'm like, I get frustrated. Mm. oh my god like i can't you know or i my mind feels like bogged down like i'm swimming it's a weird feeling bro no no i can't relate to that um just because like growing up like i didn't know a lot and i still don't so like i've always had to like i go into the situation like i I don't know anything and i like my baseline is i don't know it and maybe your baseline is like usually i want to know I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe you come into the situation with more knowledge, you know, and like because it's it's outside of your comfort zone. It's it's uh, frustrating that you can't grasp it or yeah, that you yeah. haven't grasped it yet. For sure. For me, it's it, I come into the situation expecting not to know something, and um, <laughs> so because I have an expectation, like I, I don't know anything then I don't really get frustrated at, at the at the learning process. I get frustrated more so when I'm doing the same thing. So if I'm doing the same thing, I Monotonous. remember, yeah, like that's when I get that like little fog or I, I get into like my rut. Um, the idea of, of picking up and moving to Arizona, even though I have like no resources or, or anything to do to do that, that, that gives me um, like life, you know, um, if I were to continue to do what I'm doing now, then I'd I'd get in that that fog, that haze, and that I'd be frustrated. Yeah, with myself. Yeah, that's that's funny you mentioned that because I was I talked to, guess who? Yeah. Uh, about I don't know, man. I was in my car the other day, um, and I thought it was like extremely uh, I kind of want to save this almost for another episode. Okay. Okay. We're on that uh. On, on that on that on that time cusp yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I really want to get into this uh super briefly All it's right. about happiness and content 
Ness. Okay. Uh, is that even a word? We're going to save content. Okay. Yeah. Being content. We'll save that for this next episode. It's going to drop right after this. Okay. I really want to get into that. Uh, but for time's sake, we're not, uh, today. What I do want to get into yeah. is <laughs> I feel like my room, I heard this reel earlier mm-hmm. and it was like, show videos. I'm not trying to see that, uh, RGB, like a uh, desk stuff or colors. Like, show me a video of your room. And there's this guy already your desk. He's like, show me a video of your desk. Like what you working with? Yeah. And he's like taking a video of just like his workspace. And I feel like every day, mm-hmm. not every day. I think I feel like every week my desk is gaining more and more. <laughs> like here we have this like cheetah yeah. from Mexico, mm-hmm. like this like cheetah thing. That's all like, which has taken over. It has taken over. It has. It's super colorful. It looks like such a you item. Yeah. It looks like something I would never like put there, but it's so sick. Uh, everyone who's seen it so far thinks it's like sick. Yeah. But I keep like there's just so many things. And this uh, from Arizona, we have the Dreamcatcher. <laughs> I was gonna put it by my feet, mm-hmm. but you corrected me and said like, Dreamcatcher should be be by your head. Which you read the instructions, like you read it, so you knew. <laughs> I I um I want to start doing this thing. When uh when I was in Japan, I um. You know, I had the Christmas party, but I also bought gifts for a lot of my loved ones mm-hmm. um, and sent them like little care packages for Christmas. Um, so I want to start doing this thing like when I'm traveling to space, like places and spaces, I want to bring Bringing like small stuff. little things. I want to start doing that now um, more more than I have in the past. Well, so far you're two for two with me. I know, two for two. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm honestly, he, like, thank you. Uh, little things like that. Not even little. They're not little. Yeah. That thing was like a hundred something like, or whatever. Um, I do appreciate it, but I want to talk about the dream catcher yeah. because I'm uh, not really like the spiritual for sure. Uh, <laughs> definitely not the spiritual kind. I remember when you and your friends were like talking about like the whole horoscope and spiritual stuff at dinner at that re- uh, Japanese restaurant. Yeah. The whole time I had, I was just like, Oh my God. Like, we, we didn't really go into that, but that was on the karaoke episode. Yeah, karaoke. We, we decided to, we had an experience. We had a lot of fun. And then we went to dinner afterwards. For sure. We spoke about the, the horoscopes but, and, and our lives. But the reason, yeah. The reason I mentioned that um, for the dream catcher, mm-hmm. I, wa- I, I want to see, uh, you know, see, see if it makes do you, sense. Do you dream often? I know. Dude, I do. And they're always cynical. You've had a few, like, like uh, Dude, nightmares uh, every sure. night, bro. Oh, I didn't know that. Every, it's almost every night, and they're not even nightmares. Yeah. The worst thing, bro, they're not even nightmares. Like a nightmare, you can distinguish like some some shit's trying to fucking kill you. Uh, something's coming at you, or you know, a nightmare is like horror. Uh, I really, I really want to tell the story. I'm trying to try to be as quick as possible, as quick as no, possible. No, no, take your take your time, do All your right. thing. I love stories, so. <laughs> It looks like this um, dream catcher was long I overdue. Save this for it the was next long episode. overdue. I want to say this for next. You well, need to say it now because I would be so upset if I were hearing this and I have like you talking about this dream. It, it's perfect. It's perfect. Okay, for yeah, now. so I'm, I'm gonna get into this. Okay, I'm gonna set the scene. So okay. when I was uh, when I was younger, yes, I was 11 years old, right? Um, uh, that's a stretch. I was somewhere from 11 to 14. Um, and I had this friend, Jesse, and I was going to go spend the night at Jesse's house, uh, on the weekend. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday or something. I was going to go spend, uh, the night 
at his place with all my other friends. And I remember I had this dream. Um, keep in mind, it's Wednesday. I'm spending the night on like Saturday. Yeah. So it's Wednesday. I have this like dream. And I vividly remember I was in his apartment. And I looked up. I was outside his door, actually. And I looked up. And there was bodies, like dead bodies, bloody bodies. And the craziest thing was it was from a show that I used to always watch. Okay. Uh, you ever watched that 70s show? No. Well, it was so crazy, bro. It, it felt so real. For some reason, there was dead bodies hanging all from the inside. I'm talking like these are like mutilated. From Jesse's apartment? Yes. And I'm dreaming and I'm in his apartment. In the dream, or I'm yeah. outside his apartment. I see all these bodies hanging from the fucking walls and shit. All bloodied and chains and hooks and stuff. And I go inside his house. Yeah. And it's all like gray and bodies everywhere hung up and I look in the corner and there's like a body there like with his facial expression like eyes open mouth open like it felt real bro and soon enough I'm outside his house again and this little girl's like chasing me she's like wearing like if I close my eyes I can remember she's wearing um she's wearing like a white like gown she has like black hair draped over her she looks like super pale obviously like mascara running down her face yeah. She's like floating. She's maybe like four foot something. She's like, oh yeah, like five foot. She's like floating. And then no matter how fast I'm running, she's like just floating slowly after me. And no matter how fast I run, she catches me and I wake up. Didn't really think anything crazy of it. So Saturday rolls around, right? Yeah. I'm with all my friends. We're all hanging out. Um, so you still go. He gets yeah, the warning I, and he still goes. <laughs> yeah. I still go. And, I, I, the craziest thing is I'm not exaggerating this. Like, yeah. this is like every brain cell in my head right now is remembering this exact moment. Um, it sounds traumatizing. Like I'm getting chills listening to you. And so the, we're there in his apartment. Yeah. Um, me, Lucas, Jesse, and one other guy, I don't remember his name a long time ago. Anyways, I'm playing a Nintendo DS or a PSP. I forgot which one. Uh, yeah, Nintendo DS. My other buddy's playing a PSP. Uh, the battery's on green. So it has a little LED indicator. Green, right? He's charging his yeah. PSP, mm-hmm. but like you can see it's on green. Like It's yes. not like it's about to die. Yeah. But he has it plugged in the charger. My other friend's playing a, a game console on the TV. My other friend's like talking to the guy playing the game console. Playing, playing, playing. Everything turns off. Mm-hmm. The lights turn off. TV turns off. My Nintendo DS is not hooked up to anything. Not hooked up to the wall. Not hooked up to anything. Turns off. My buddy's PSP turns off. And you can tell because this is emulated by, I look to my left and my buddy's PSP is off. You don't see a light. You don't see his face. Everything is just off. And it's like an awkward silence. Almost like, you know, when something happens, you're not scared. You're just like, what the heck? So we all just like take a pause. Like maybe it's like a power surge. Everything going to come back on. And I hear like, uh, go ahead and open that, open that door. Okay. It didn't creak. You can close it, but I hear like a creak and, um, I've always been pretty aware of my surroundings. So I hear it come from the right side. Jesse's, uh, room. Let's say I'm sitting in the middle looking at the TV. His room doors to the left on the wall here. Then he has another door on the right, like here where you can go out that hallway and it leads to another room. Okay. 
Next to that door here is a closet door facing this way. Okay. And this closet door starts creaking open. And I see like a blue silhouette in the closet. And the craziest thing is I'm not exaggerating this. Like this is I like, remember you sharing the story in Japan. Yeah, and I see this blue silhouette. Yeah. And it's not like a faint silhouette. It's like a sky blue like aura. Um and I'm looking at him and it's like a he's a cowboy dude sitting on a suitcase, like an old uh worn out looking suitcase. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like a silhouette, but it has like textures and shade. He has his leg crossed like this and his arms like this right here. Kind of like on his leaning knee. over or like... Uh, He's kind of just like this. Okay. His, his, his arm is draped draped across his... Arm draped across his knee. Okay. Uh, his leg crossed over. Mm-hmm. His other leg planted to the ground sitting on top of the suitcase. And he has a straw uh, in his mouth out the corner. Yeah. And the straw splits off into two like barbs. Um He's like chewing it and he has this cowboy hat indentation in the middle mm-hmm. comes up brim and he's like this chewing and he's just like staring yeah. like right at me. And the craziest thing is like, it's hard to, it's easy to say you can see something when you're super tired, like 4am or like a scenario. This wasn't the scenario. This was like 10 o'clock uh, PM sun's down. Sure. But the lights are on like, we're just having a good time. Yeah. And I see him, I make eye contact for about four or five seconds. And from that point on, uh, after like that, after you made eye contact enough to know what you just saw, yeah. not like, like do I see this that? Is, this is real. You you have yeah, seen yeah. it without a, like, without this a doubt. Is, this is, do I see that? Yeah. This is what this is. I'm like looking at whatever this is. Yeah. All the lights come on. And I'm staring at the closet. And I don't say anything. And I look over and all my other friends are all looking at the closet. Yeah. And then they look at me. Then they look at each other. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to prompt anything by like, Oh, you you saw something you didn't see. You know, I don't want to hint. I'm like, did you guys just see that? Yeah. And my buddy Lucas, um, my buddy Lucas is like the blue, like cowboy figure. Like guy that was like right there. Yeah, he just and confirmed what you, yeah, what you just saw. Bro, bro, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like tears are in my eyes. Like I no, <laughs> don't know what this is right dude, now. We yeah. all cut out. I unplugged my fucking DS. I wanted yeah. to leave it there and be like, take this fucking Ouija board ass DS away from me. Yeah. But I uh Took oh, my DS. My we all left. Everybody split off. What about Jesse? Jesse was like, guys, like, don't leave me here. This is my room. Like, Poor Jesse. This is his room. Yeah. He's like, guys, don't go. Like, guys, you don't like leave me here. Yeah. And he goes and like tells his mom. And his apartment's always been particularly weird. Mm. Anyways, the next day comes by. I fall asleep. I get up and I'm eating cereal. Yeah. I talk to my pops about it. This is my old, old apartment complex. Yeah. He was like, oh, uh, Jesse, like, apartment, da-da-da-da. He's like, yeah, some woman, uh, she got murdered there, like, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, she got murdered, like, blood, everything. Um, and he, like, told me about it. He's like, yeah, they almost condemned, uh, like, that building. But they didn't because they, like, re-renovated and all this other stuff. And so they, some, they got some licensing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that happened. Why? Like, why? what happened? Boy, I'm going to just say. Hey, that dream catch right there better protect me because I'm, 
I don't have like nightmares, bro. And I don't want to sound like I'm possessed, you know, like I'm just a disclaimer. I'm not no fucking like serial killer or anything, guys. Um, no one, no one thinks that, but yeah. you, you have interesting insight into things that maybe the everyday person doesn't. So I'm, I'm like a very hyper aware person. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but most of the time, like I, it sounds like I'm trying to say this in the most like uh humbling, like honest way that I can say this. Yeah. I'm truly trying to be honest. The smallest things that somebody wouldn't hear, like I hear. So like you, you have been spot on about people that I've brought in our presence, people that have come into your life and you've had like little, like uh, what is it? Like an intuition or like a feeling about them. And I, you know, I, I think about it, you know, from time to time, I, I even remember in Guam, you know, the guy that I brought yeah, over yeah. that, you know, wasn't for sure. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> right. And you, you know, you're like, I knew immediately. You're like, you told me like, I wanted to support you, but I knew immediately. Yeah, dude. And it's the smallest. Yeah. Let's say I'm going I'm to give you an example. Like, let's say you and I are talking, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Hey bro, where do you want to eat? Da, da, da. And I hear like, like a noise, like a small pop. Yeah. I'll like look over mm-hmm. and see like that pop was because this car ran over this piece of rock <laughs> and this rock like kicked into like the side of my car or this or that like yeah. the smallest things yes and i'm like hi like m she'll come over and i'll hear something i grab my gun mm. like laser on flashlight on i'm like clearing the house like not even kidding no i don't think you and are i'm uh just hyper aware not to sense like i'm like crazy but like I always like notice these You're little sensitive to your surrounding. Yeah, like very all the time, and I'm I always notice like these little things that happen. Yeah, why they happen, and I guess that's why I feel so strongly about certain things. I feel strongly about is because I always see like the background to things, mm-hmm. um, and it's not when not everybody can see things on that level. Yeah, you're bound to be abrasive of someone, but I always see like the little things that happen, like little actions and causes and effects. And I never say anything. I'm like, my buddies would think like I'm crazy because I can't explain this. Like you saw what you saw because this happened. You just didn't see this happen, but I saw this happen before. You get what I'm saying? I do. And I, uh, I, yeah. so I don't ever say anything, Yeah. but I've my whole life, bro. I've had things like that. And I don't have like nightmares, like to wrap this around. I have super like hyper realistic dreams that could be seen as nightmares. Like I dreamt the other night and I hope this dream catcher does its thing, dude. Um, I dreamt the other night. It's hazy. It was not last night cause M slipped over, but the night before last night and it's like hazy. But from what I remember, I'm just going to give you scenes like scenes. If you want to hear. Okay. Of course. Uh, don't worry about the cutoff. I can, okay. squeeze, I can squeeze this into the, no, 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 no. I I'm okay. So I, uh, I remembered scenes. Yeah. Like, uh, I almost want to be continued this. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I remember scenes and yeah. one of the scenes I was in a uh, school or like some sort of hallway. I want to say it was a school. All I remember is there's like a huge shooting. There's like dead bodies everywhere. And I got my hands on a gun and I, me and two other people somehow like kill this group. Maybe it was like a school or a bank. We like kill this group of people who like shot up the place and like yeah. kill all these innocent people. And then I remember like the police thinking it was us. And then I remember walking through 
busy, almost like oh New York. Yeah. I remember walking through like New York almost and we were going to this like skyscraper on the roof. There was like a gunman and we were trying to get to the roof to get him. And I remember like me and this group are like on the run and I'm like texting them like, where's like this safe house. And then I'm with this random girl who ends up like naked and it seems like a strew of like craziness. Um, and then I wake up and I don't remember all of it, but I just remember a lot of like graphic, just weird, not a nightmare, but like scenarios. And the one thing I remember about waking up was this room door was open. Um, and I'm like big on security. Like I always yeah. close my door, lock the door. Uh, not saying anybody opened it. I'm like 99% sure I left it open. I like fell asleep. I so I fall asleep here. Oh I, my goodness. Do you think that's what triggered the dream? Yes. Yes. Me yeah. subconsciously knowing yes. that this door was open. Subconsciously I was in bed on Netflix. I've been in, like in chills like the entire time you talk. Yeah. <laughs> I never, 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 never yeah. will you catch me ever leaving. Because if this is open, someone can walk in, I'm done. Yeah. At least I'm hypersensitive. Like I'm a deep sleeper, mm-hmm. but one noise, like if you catch me in my REM sleep and I hear like, I'm up, yeah. like I'm up, like I don't, it, maybe it's the training and stuff that we did, uh, but I've no, always, I can, I can vouch for it and say no, because I am, <laughs> I am not that way at no, all. Like I've had like people, zero. I've had people like come up to me while I'm sleeping and try fucking with me yeah. and like touch me and I like grab them like instant. Like I know where you're at. Um, no, that that's you. That's 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 I don't know how or why, but that's you know. But that door being open yeah. like triggered my subconscious to knowing mm-hmm. you're not fully safe. Yeah, and it's crazy to me. That is crazy. I have so many. I have another story of very crazy, twisted, like uh, possessed house in Utah. Um. Uh, like. Um, what's he called? The but the, the dude with the Bible, pastor, oh, okay. putting oil by the windows and the yeah. oil turning black and interesting from a friend. Uh, craziness. Um, I don't think I'm possessed or anything, but I've, dude, I've, I um, I think the scariest moment for me, probably in this to this day in my life, um, I fell asleep one time. And I fell asleep like straight up Jesus style in my bed. It was in my old apartment at that okay. uh, other. And when you say Jesus style, like what do you mean by like that? Like legs out like a cross. I was just oh. so tired. You know, I fell back in bed. Okay. Fall back. And, yeah. I'm just, and I remember feeling like my chest yeah. rise out of like my. Uh, this is so crazy. Here no, we are no, talking, no. About, I, I've, talking I've, about Brian and stuff. And now we go off into. And dream, dreamland. I'm, I wanted to be continue this. Uh, this this can be like its own moment though you know what i mean like this could be like a slice kind of its own moment because you've already elaborated so much and shared sure. so much so i think uh i was like jesus style right yeah and i feel like my chest like rising up and i'm sleeping i'm like knocked out basically and let me tell you i've never felt such a great feeling in my life i'm talking this was like orgasm times like a million. This felt like my body. Your, what about your chest? Like what's, so what's happening? My body yeah. felt like it was like melting. Like I'm talking like best feeling I've ever had. 
and I feel like I'm laying down. I just feel like my chest like levitating. Almost, okay. but no, okay. almost. I'm making contact with the bed. Yeah, I'm making, and I promise you to sound so made up, but I have and no it, reason. It really I'm not spiritual. It really doesn't matter. I think the people who are open to hear it will listen, and the people that are not, will yeah, think, and will I'm think not. What they want to think. I'm just disclaimer. I'm not religious yeah. at all, and I'm not spiritual, like to an extent, but not like really whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never really like talk about this stuff. Yeah. But these are things that I've experienced. And I, I'm i the person, I always put context to something. I am 100% of the time, this didn't just happen because this. Like, again, like that intuition I told you about. Yeah. I always see like the little things and I put it together. Yeah, There has to be a reason. Just because I can't explain this doesn't mean like this actually happened. But these events actually happened. And I feel like I'm, I'm in my bed and I feel my chest start to like rise. Yeah, And I feel like the best pleasurable feeling I felt in my life. And I'm like, I feel like I'm coming out of my body. Okay. And I'm, I feel like I'm almost out and I can see myself almost like lucid dreaming. So I'm seeing myself in third person Yeah. and I'm seeing myself like hyper aware, like out my chest rising and that blue aura, same blue aura, uh, except coming out of me now. And it's like 80% out of my body. And the more it's leaving, the better it feels, bro. I'm talking like this was the feeling, bro. This was like eternal like bliss, bro. I cannot put it into words. Uh, but anyways, as soon as I, it's like rising and rising and rising and rising, and I feel like I'm almost completely out of my body, bro. Almost completely out. Almost completely like leaving. Yeah. Maybe like 2% left. Like I'm the back part of like my soul or aura whatever it is and then all of a sudden in the very back of my head like turn that way okay. like literally here in okay. the back of my head yeah. a loud like thunderous voice no and like like thunderous as fuck and I woke up and it like sucked back in me and that feeling was gone and I woke up I'm, I'm almost in tears right now because... bro you so like you know me or yeah. at least like I feel like you do um, I always try to put meaning to stuff. Do you think you almost died at that point for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For sure, bro. Uh, so people die from lucid dream. I don't know if you're familiar with lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming Very is like little, I did like a half project on astral projection. So that's right? like where you can leave your body yeah. and people can leave. And I've done it before. Uh, tr- no shit. I've had a lucid dream before. Yeah. Literally, bro. Fucking it's fucking wild. It is fucking wild, bro. I'm talking like hyper awareness. Like you are walking, like you are opening your fucking fridge. You're literally opening your fucking fridge, picking up a drink. You feel like the cold drink go down. You're literally doing whatever the fuck you want. Like it's fucking wild, bro. You're walking around. You're fucking floating through the wall up to your fucking neighbors. Somehow, dude, I'm telling you fucking crazy, bro. And you wake up and then it's like, what the fuck did I just go through, dude? <laughs> I'm telling you, I've done that, and yeah. this was not that. This was like, this was something here, like yeah. leaving, bro. And since oh then, since then, yeah. now, um, I've had sleep apnea a few times. I used to get like no sleep. That's gonna lead into next episode. Okay. Uh, but I used to get like no sleep, bro. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, 
and I'd have sleep apnea and I would hear these crazy voices like demonic, like sounding fucking. I wish I was kidding, bro. I wish I was kidding. I'm not possessed or anything, you know, for all y'all who are really, you just have like insight to, to maybe like the spiritual world. And for me, for someone like me, who is like so oblivious to like this world, the spiritual world, like everything, like it's really, <laughs> I we, don't know. But that's the thing. I'm not spiritual, bro. Uh, These are just things I've experienced. And I, bro, I've tried for the longest to put meaning to it yeah. and be like, but like this happened. It's not like, it's not even a perception thing. These are like tangible things that happened to me. Maybe it, it, do you think it could be familial or I, I don't even know. I, I don't know why. Or, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. But all I know is, um, at that moment of me leaving my body, I felt something was like, um, I felt something, right? Yeah. I didn't feel like someone or I felt something. Uh, and not, I don't, I don't think it was a bad thing. Uh, I think it sounded like it saved you. The voice yeah. saved me. Um, and it sounds crazy. Again, I'm super, I'm like sober right now. I haven't drank anything all day. Well, I had like one margarita like hours ago. Um, but like I'm sober, right? So these aren't like crazy thoughts. Even if you are drinking, you're sober. So it doesn't yeah, matter. exactly. <laughs> But I'm telling you, bro, that voice that said no yeah. was like a, a mix of me yeah. and something else or someone else like thunderous, like no, like loud as fuck in the very, very back, back of my head. And then I came to and I felt myself suck back in and that feeling was gone. I feel like something was, it was crazy, bro. I've had my share of a uh, wild, you know, uh, <laughs> so I almost say to wrap this up. Is I hope that dream catcher uh, by my head does does some uh, good stuff for me. But anyways, guys, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this in the next episode because we're already way over our time limit. Um, I just want to wrap this up by saying, A, I'm not crazy. B, <laughs> go out and travel and bring back uh, dream catchers for your friends and family. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think... Uh, I think people who've had experiences... You know, whether you can similar, explain them similar to yours my my mom has had her her share yeah and i feel like whether you can explain them or not if they unbiasedly like happened yeah. not like you're trying to put meaning to them or not like you're trying to like stretch to make things match i'm talking like no like black and white like this happened um yeah like just know i've had my share so you're not crazy uh there are things i don't think can be explained but Anyways, let's go ahead and wrap this uh, episode up. We're going to loop this straight in the next episode. So all of y'all, smash that follow button on Spotify. Hit that five star. Uh, let me know what you think. But keep on the lookout because this next episode coming out will tie back into this one. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.